Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout and the soon-to-be new Decoder website. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato. And here in the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And this week, we are joined in the studio by Michael Flora, a recent West Coast transplant here to Minnesota. Michael is a computer-based musician and composer, and he also runs the micro-label Nada. And he's going to be doing an in-studio session for us, and then coming back and chatting and playing some music too later in the show. And we're actually going to start something off with a solo piece that he recently produced for a forthcoming computer-based music compilation. It's an untitled track, again by Michael Flora. Thank <laughs> you. 
All right, that last track we heard was from uh, FNL, a track called 1225, the delay version. That's Michael's uh, duo with a friend of his from out in Portland. And in front of that, a solo untitled cut from a forthcoming compilation again of uh, computer-based music. And at this point, we're going to hand things over to Michael over in the uh, studio uh, for a live session here. Thank you. 
All right, we are uh, back here and we're joined by uh, Michael, who just uh, performed in the studio. So, uh, Michael, thanks so much for coming down, making the trek from Minneapolis. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you, you're you're new to the area. You're, you're about ready to wrap up your first Minnesota winter. <laughs> That's how, right. How how was that treating you? Uh, you know, I it was great actually. I loved it. Um, you know, I mean, I I used to go to the mountains and go skiing and stuff with my family when I was a kid. But uh, this is my first winter actually. You know, making it all the way through, <laughs> and uh, it definitely got cold. Um, but. Uh, I found that the coldest days in Minnesota are actually uh, usually the sunniest. Yeah, right. Well, as today, you know, it's yeah. it's going on mid-March and yeah. the sun's out and it's maybe, maybe 20 degrees outside right now. Um, I know I've asked other people this when they've, you know, people new to the area who are musicians or artists. Did you find that being in this kind of environment uh, was sort of conducive to being creative? I mean, hunkering down, just working on music as opposed to, you know, being out and about? Or? Yeah. In the, well, coming from California, you know, it's uh, especially Southern California, it's 70 degrees year round. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely conducive to staying in uh, when it's, you know, below zero outside, and it's it's good for getting work done. You do get a little cabin fever, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good for uh, for for working. Right. Well, let's talk a little bit about your work. Um, you, you use the laptop. You're a computer based artist. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit before uh, off mic about the you know there's so many people right now using synthesizers or analog synthesis. Um, and a lot of people talk about sort of the flexibility of that instrument. What is it about um, using the computer for you that appeals to you? And do you find that that you have that sort of flexibility in being able to improvise and things like that as well? Well, um, when, I was, when I started making music, I I actually downloaded this uh, freeware program. It's called Jescola Buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a tracker program. And... Um, it's very simple, but uh, it's pattern-based, and uh, it was free. And so, you know, this began my uh, explorations into computer music. I kind of branched out and started getting into uh, synthesizers, samplers, and just, you know, a slew of electronics, um, which, you know, I really enjoy. And, uh, you know, I did want to delve into more like modular systems, synthesizer systems, but uh, there's something about the computer. It's, I mean, it's relatively cheap. Um, and then just uh, like digital signal processing, you can do, you know, so much with uh, that, you know, a lot of, you'd have to buy like a, you know, you'd have to spend a lot of money to get like a nice piece of hardware sure, yeah. to do something like that. Um, are, are you interested in the actual like programming side of things? Uh, yeah. So I actually, once again, um, I'm kind of a thrifty guy. Uh, so I got this new computer uh, over the summer. And um, and uh, what I did is I downloaded this program, Pure Data. It's freeware. It's uh, programming language, and uh, I just read a couple tutorials and started, 
creating objects, linking messages together, and creating my own patches from scratch. And uh, it's really great for experimentation uh, because you just twiddle something here and there and uh, you get immediate output. It's a live, uh, it's live programming. Mm-hmm. It's a visual programming language. So it's uh, everything is like little boxes. And it's not like text, uh, like some other right. program. Yeah, we, I mean, we can reference the photo that we have up on, on the site. I'm just right. wondering, is that something, I mean, I... I do. I find that interesting how mm-hmm. visual it is in nature. Is that easy for you as somebody like once you started working with it? Was it a way for you like you could really sort of map out and hear those song sounds that you were creating? Is it? I mean, um, tr- I think the visual aspect it doesn't really have too much influence on the sounds that are created. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, it just happens to be a very visual interface. Right, right. Well, let's um, let's get into some music. Uh, we're we're going to kind of mix things up here. Michael's brought some things of your own projects, field mm-hmm. recordings and such, also music that you're interested in listening to. So uh, what do you want to start off with uh, first track from the set? I'm going to start off with a uh, field recording I made in India. Um, I released a couple uh, CDRs, limited edition Um recordings I made in China and India. So the first one is a recording I made of a temple in India. What year was this from? This is 2010. Okay. I was on sort of a spiritual journey of sorts. All right. So again, this is Michael Florista.
All right, we just heard a selection of tracks uh, that Michael picked out there. And uh, Michael, I want to ask you a little bit, uh, before we played your live and studio session, um, we played something from FNL, and I know you've done mm-hmm. a few releases. Um, it was a duo. Could you tell us a little bit more about that project? Yeah, FNL was a, uh, or is, I'm not sure, we might try and collaborate still, but uh it's a project between me and uh, my friend Austin. He he builds electronic music systems in Portland, Oregon. Um, he makes like really interesting pedals, and uh, he's currently working on a modular synthesizer. Okay. And uh, we just kind of started playing together, jamming, and uh, we both shared an interest in electronic music and um as we played we got further away from like jamming and more into uh more like generative style music process based music uh for a time we were really into consulting uh, Brian Eno's oblique strategies okay, yep, yep. for ideas and um we were also really into using uh, extreme frequencies like a lot of high end and uh, like piercing ears and sending people running for the doors really low end bass sounds which um is really hard to translate onto recordings um Mm -hmm. you know we always played like uh when we played live or when we played at uh you know one of our houses we always had a pretty decent system so Mm -hmm. always sounded pretty good but i'm i've never really sure if it translated well to recordings. (laughs) Sure. Well, there's, uh, in in addition to that, you've recorded under kind of various aliases too, which people may or may not know, like Masura Rasam would be one. And then there's the dot MF. Right. We've got FNL. We've got your own name. Mm -hmm. Um, You and I were talking a a bit about this as a sort of a way to, I don't want to say compartmentalize, but in some regard, that's what it is. A certain style that you're working with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, um, when I started the label, not a, it was kind of an outlet for my own music and music I was making for my friends. And, um, I've always kind of, um, liked when people have different monikers for different styles of music. That way, you know, if you have this release as like Autech or, or Guestcom or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, it's going to be like acid techno or it's going to be more like weird experimental kind of stuff um so that's where the name thing comes from i guess is using different monikers for different projects and i'm just a very uh impatient person i tend to move from one thing to next so for like kind of ambient synth music i use the masaruism moniker and um you know, and then now with the computer music, it's a different thing. So I, sure. I like to change it up. It's fun. Yeah. Well, we'll save talking a little bit about Nada in the, in the next segment here, but we're going to get into some music from Mark Fell, who I know is a, a big inspiration for you. Would that be correct? Yeah. I, I mean, that's safe to say. I'd say I'm number one on the Mark Fell fan club. <laughs> You're um, a fanboy. I'm a fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely one of my favorite artists. I think he makes incredible music. He comes from a similar background in that he was he comes from kind of like this rave background, 
And um, so the sound palette that he uses is uh, something that I'm very familiar with myself. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we going to start off with here to open this? Uh, so this we're going to start off with something from his multi-stability uh, record, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll kick us off. Okay, so this is Mark Fell.
Okay, we are back, and we just heard sort of a uh, trifecta of uh, Mark Fell tracks there with an epic one from uh, Sunset Focus. We were sort of jokingly saying that was the uh, Mark Fell rock, rock block there. <laughs> Something you won't hear on your classic rock stations by any means. But uh, before we wrap things up here uh, for this uh, edition of the show, I want to talk a little bit about the the label side of things for you. You had mentioned Nada, your mm-hmm. imprint. That's right. When, when abouts did you start that up? Um, I started that in, I want to say, 2010. Okay. And you said it sort of originally just a way to release various projects of your own your yeah. friends and things yeah that's right um yeah I'd, I'd been making music for a while ever since i was like a kid and um it's just you know like a little imprint to like you know stamp on your cds mm-hmm. and hand out to your friends and uh you know give to people and just make cool packages sure and uh trade and um so it kind of started there with a couple of like synth projects and some uh, field recordings that I'd made from my travels abroad. Mm-hmm. And now it seems as though, I mean, you're, you're expanding. That sounds really, I know, this yeah. e- epic here. You're yeah, expanding yeah. your uh, production line here. But no, you are going to start publishing other people's work. And right. you just had done that recently. Right. Tell us about uh, the latest thing that you put out. Um. So the latest thing I put out is... Uh, a CD by Tim Blackman and Manuel Knapp. Um, I kind of came across these guys uh, when I delved into computer music. Mm-hmm. I came across Blackman because uh, he was, uh, I think he was rocking a Pure Data setup okay. on his computer. And um, I just really liked what he was doing. He created really interesting textures. It wasn't like your typical drone records. Um, he kind of uses like more like static almost mm-hmm. instead of kind of like these really like beautiful pure tones that a lot of folks are doing these days. And uh, and I just kind of hit him up and, you know, I asked him, you know, if he'd like to do something for my label. Because um, I feel like he's not really well known, at least not stateside. And I think, I don't know, I think he's making really cool stuff and... I mean, Manuel Knapp should become more of a well-known name stateside. And they're from Austria. Austria, yeah. yeah. They both, they're artists. Uh, they studied, I want to say computer music at a school over there, a university. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manuel Knapp is also, uh, he studied painting, I believe. And uh, he does some really beautiful like visual artwork okay, as yeah. well, which uh, he contributed to uh, the release on Nada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, what else do you uh, have coming up here in in the months ahead for Nada, um, and for yourself, for that matter, yeah. too? What you're working on? So, I'm kind of um, trying to expand the label to get more sort of local local guys mm-hmm. putting out some of their stuff. Um, so, I'll be putting out a tape by Nathan McLaughlin, which yep. I'm really stoked yeah. on. Yep. He's done a lot of. Uh, interesting stuff in the last uh year or two yeah. i'd say nathan uh yeah familiar name on yeah. this show has been down many times that's going to be like a live session that yeah it's going to be a live session um he always he, through multiple times he's like referred to as riding the bronco <laughs> like because i guess when he plays live there's just like a lot of 
tension and he he harnesses that tension and I would agree with that uh, so I'm really excited to uh, make this happen and see it all go down and mm-hmm. you know have something for people to listen to cool yeah yeah anything else beyond that yeah um, also there's uh, there's a couple other things in the works probably more um, electronic music uh, I played a record uh, on this set by James St. Wonder, something <laughs> like that. James it's kind of unpronounceable, Murder? but this yeah. guy, Albert, um, he's a local here in the Twin Cities, and uh, he's making really incredible electronic music. In fact, when I found uh, his music, I was just kind of blown away. I was like, wow, this guy's like making music that you know I'd like to make. Mm-hmm. I want to sound like this. And so um, hopefully he's going to be doing something and uh, there's a couple others that are in the works, but uh, as of now, you know, I'm not. I can't say. Anything. Sure, right. Uh-huh. How about for how about for your own work? Are you doing anything for your own label or others at this time? Um, I at the beginning of the set, I played uh, a track. Uh, it's a piece of generative music I made. Um, it's going to be part of a uh, compilation um, of computer music and. Uh, I kind of, I don't know, I want to, I don't know, maybe take a little bit of a break from music and uh, make some field recordings, mm-hmm. just because uh, I'm pretty new to Minnesota and Midwest, and there's just all these sounds that I need to absorb and soak in, and so I'd like to just kind of walk around with my recorder. There you go. Yeah. Well, fortunately, with the uh, snow melting... You know the 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 water's back. That's right. So if you got yeah, you've got some things to take on here. You can actually get outside with things warming up. Yeah. One, oh, so. one thing that uh, that uh, I came across recently is uh, one of my friends. He has crickets in his house. <laughs> They're breeding crickets to to eat as food. Oh, interesting. And so uh, he invited me over, come over and record this cricket, cricket symphony. Are you going to carry that around and just in case you ever have those uncomfortable silences <laughs> that you can just play the crickets? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a good one. <laughs> but, uh, well, m- thanks again, Michael, yeah, uh, for coming down. Great set yeah, uh, thanks, today. David. But we are going to play some more tunes just to kind of wrap up, starting off with uh, a record that came out a couple years ago on Digitalis. Yeah, this is from so. Mandelbrot and Sky, uh, Jeffrey Wisher, who does uh, Renee Hell. And I'm drawing a blank right now. And Darren Ho. There we go, Darren yeah. Ho. He actually, uh, I think he opened up like a a, synth, a modular synth yeah. shop in New York, which I had looks really cool. Kind of like a boutique store, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to play the uh, opening track from this record. Um, it's called Systems R. But uh, if you want, just follow the links on the blog to find out more about Michael's music, uh, Nada. And uh, we'll po- also post a link there to the SoundCloud page where you can check out some more of his sounds, including uh, field recordings and things. So, at any rate, this is uh, Mandelbrot and Sky. Thank you. 
Thank you. 